Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Savvy Business, Life Unscripted, with your host, Christina Rivera, where our guests share their wisdom and valuable business tips, empowering our audience to expand their personal potential. Hi, Cheryl Miller and Shannon Beer. Welcome to Forbidden Speech, The Raw Truth, Savvy Broadcasting's latest new series, a live stream. I'm so grateful to have you here, both of you. We're excited to be here. Absolutely. <laughs> you guys are doing amazing work. You came from some tough times at one point, but you've actually created a wonderful business and a new book, Business Doing Good, providing six principles businesses can implement to effectively hire women who have experienced experienced challenging times as you have in the past. Um, but you're going to share with our audience how they can actually do the same and really create a thriving business. Uh, so before we go to all of that, just share with our audience a little bit about your backstory and what brought you to where you are today. Okay, well, I'll start. Um, I'm Cheryl, and I ran a housing program here in Texas for 18 years, and the women who lived in that housing program uh, ran a social enterprise. And then prior to that, I was an elementary school teacher, and then prior to that, I was a single mom with two children born into the welfare, welfare system. So I experienced that hardship firsthand early on. And so that's, that's a little bit of my background. Mm, yeah. And what happened with you? How did it work out for you? Well, when, when I found out I was pregnant, I went into labor and I actually found out I was having twins when I went into labor and both of them uh, were obviously premature. And so um, people reached out to me and helped me and connected with me and really encouraged me and challenged me to go back to school. And so I did. They helped with helped me get back into school. They helped watching my kids. And eventually I ended up getting a degree to where I, my children never had to experience living in poverty. That's awesome. You know, yeah. I have a friend similar to that who actually had gone back, had uh, ended up on welfare, but then ended up uh, um, becoming a social worker, got some help and government assistance to go back to college. And now she's thriving. Uh, so just, you know, you have bad times doesn't mean you have to stay there. 
Shannon, Shannon, share a little bit about your story. What brought you guys together? Sure. So I was doing research on women who had exited the sex trade and reached out to Cheryl because of all the amazing work she was doing with her organization. And so I'm a faculty member at um, a large university and um, do research and teach and really just had a passion for trying to find ways to effectively help women overcomers. There are a lot of organizations doing a lot of different things, not all effective, but Cheryl's organization really had that special sauce that was doing something different and unique that was really transforming women's lives. And so I wanted to see what that was. And again, my research is specific to women exiting the sex trade, but our book is really a little bit broader than that, looking at women overcomers issues. So women who have overcome incarceration, addiction, poverty, and engagement in the sex trade. Wow, that's fascinating and amazing that uh, you ended up working together. What was the impetus that you found each other and decided, boom, we're going to do this together and explode and, and actually help people find a way that they don't have to stay where they are, that they can actually you know, grow and not stay stuck? Yeah, there's there's a lot to that. But um, certainly, I mean, I connected with her through the research. But then a couple of summers ago, she um, reached back out and said, hey, do you want to write a book together? And I said, <laughs> Sure. Uh, what is the book about? <laughs> um, but even that first phone call, I, I got connected to Cheryl through a, a mutual contact. And when I first called her, um, she kind of grilled me a little bit uh, because I was asking to talk to women who had exited the sex trade, women who were um, truly heroes to Cheryl and to I, and also women that Cheryl, you know, wanted to make sure we're going to be well taken care of in an interview. So she grilled me a little bit. And then she um, let me connect with some of the women who were exiting through her organization as well. Yeah, it's very important. You wanted them to feel safe in the environment. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, what is your book here to do? And how is it to impact people? Who do you hope it helps? And and how? Mm -hmm. Well, we wrote the book to businesses because because we really felt like businesses are a major solution to some of the problems that we're facing right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the biggest issues that the women I worked with and myself as well faced was not that we couldn't change, but finding good employment that would help us be sustained economically. And businesses have those jobs. So the book was written to businesses. But the mm-hmm. truth of the matter is, the reality is it's a good thing for businesses to hire women like that. But the, but the, the, mm-hmm. the exciting part is that the women who are going into those jobs bring a non-traditional skill set and can end up being some of their best employees. And so the, it's, a, it's really a win-win because the businesses get good, hardworking, loyal employees and the women have good economic sustainability. Mm. Uh, you know, I love that. And, and go. let's go a little bit more into that. I'm curious about that because I had someone on a couple of years ago who was actually in the sex trade business. And uh, he said, you know, here I am trying to get out of it, get a, a you know, a norm, normal job. And he actually got fired because they found out he had been um, in that trade. Um, but, you know, there's like a, um, a stigma t- attached to it and it shouldn't be. Okay, it happened. It's done. Why can't you just have normal jobs? So, um, share how you, you know, how, what people can do. Let's say they're in that position where they had been in a sex trade industry at one point, and now they're trying to branch into um, a quote unquote normal job. Um, do they just keep everything under the wraps or what would you suggest? Yeah, there, there's a lot to that question. Um, so, but certainly one of the things I found in my research was 
that a lot of times when, and my research was specific to women, it sounds like you know a man who had a similar experience, but um, women really at first, when they first exited, would oftentimes self-disclose. And they would self-disclose a lot, maybe in um, really public situations where they would just, you know, tell a story that maybe wasn't appropriate for the workplace. Um, Or they would tell a boss that they had engaged in the sex trade before. And a lot of times that self-disclosure did backfire on them at first. You know, certainly as time goes on, um, women find opportunities to tell their story depending on what they're doing. in in their careers. But at first it did uh, provide consequences for the women to actually self-disclose. So there is that piece of it where keeping that a little bit close and under wraps, even though, you know, it is part of their history can be a strategy for maintaining jobs. Um, And then there's a lot of other layers to that. So we, I about 90% of the women who participated in my study who exited the sex trade also had a criminal record. And that can be a challenge too when finding a job. Although we say often it is not, it does not mean you cannot find a job. It just can be a challenge or a barrier. And we're getting to work with a lot of companies and seeing a lot of companies that are really excited about finding ways to hire and support people who have been formerly incarcerated. So we're seeing a shift and some change um, in the culture and some openness to understanding that people have had a past before they come into a job and how to work with that and, and accept that. That's awesome. And Cheryl, you mentioned something very interesting. You mentioned that women who had been maybe incarcerated or in the sex trade industry have unique skills to bring to the table that maybe business owners hadn't thought about, but that could really help businesses. Share your your expertise or idea on that. Well, to survive living in poverty, you have to be creative. More often than not, the women, especially single moms, are really hard workers. There's a lot of resilience involved in surviving those negative lifestyles. If you've been in, in, in the drug addiction, there's, there's a, there's a lot of skills in that, that translate. You, I mean, you have to be tough. You have to be risk averse. So those are, those are the types of things that work well in the workplace. And it's what we found. It was just a matter of helping the women understand all the things that you've been using to survive are exactly the things that employers want. And that's, what's going to make you a good employee. So you just have to learn the, not the, the, the details of the job and you're going to be one of the most valuable employees. Mm, that's awesome. I, I love that you mentioned that because that's so true. I remember many years ago, I had worked several years as a entrepreneur and one gal in this agency, you know, headhunters had said, Hey, we're looking for someone who can think outside the box. And that's just what you're talking about. Someone who hadn't been, you know, the status quo going along, chug, 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 really not much challenges in your life. Uh, it's going to be a little harder to think outside the box and find those creative ways to get things done. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. So uh, do you, can you share maybe one of the stories, one of the very impactful stories of your book with our audience? Sure. Um, I think I think my favorite one of my favorite stories is a woman. She was actually the second one to take out a loan. We, we were doing micro lending. And so she wanted to start a start a business. And so she came to us. So she, she was in our housing program and she came to us, approached us and asked if she could apply for a loan to start a juice business. And, and so she went through the process. She put together a business plan. Uh, we had we had this team t- that was like a quasi shark tank. And so she pitched it to that tank. 
to the Shark Tank, and they approved her loan for for five thousand dollars to start her business. And she was only eight months sober at the time that we that she was given that loan. And so she started her business, and she you know started selling her her juice in local food markets. And then she was asked to expand to a food truck, uh, and and she was asked. They said, "Well, do you have enough money to expand into a food truck?" And she said, sure, I do. But she didn't. And so she came back to us and asked if we would do a capital investment, invest $10,000 into her business and with for 5% of the company. And so we did that. And then from there, and she got four other invest, three other investors. And so she opened her food truck. And then a few years later, she opened up a restaurant. A few years later, she opened up a sober living house. That sober living house then opened up another social enterprise. Wow. Almost all the employees that worked with her um, – were in recovery as she was. She paid her loan back in full. She was never late. And she sold her business four years, just this past year. All that happened in four years. Yeah. And when she sold her business, it was doing a half a million dollars in the sales a year. Woo, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that is such a great story. And I, I love this because you, you know, uh, people don't realize that just because you're down in the gutter doesn't mean you have to stay there. There are so many ways. And you said something really important about what she did, which I totally love, which is someone said, Hey, could you do this? She's like, yeah, sure. Even though she wasn't ready yet. And I, you know, I recall many years ago having to do the same thing and it wasn't mm-hmm. fake it till you make it. It was like, I just had to make it happen. And sometimes you're not ready, but that asking is like, okay, I'm going to just do it. Absolutely. And that's exactly one of those skills that we talked about that women overcomers have in spades is being able to figure it out, to just do it. And you're right. It's not fake it until you make it. It's that confidence in yourself to know that I can figure it out. And one of the things that Cheryl did so well was in thinking about those skills that women had gained in previous parts of their life, um, in addiction, in the sex trade, in poverty, thinking about those skills, Cheryl did a great thing, which is one of the principles in our books called translation factor, where she would tell the women, hey, those skills you had are really important in business. And she would she would say, you know, you figured it out there. You can figure it out here too. And sometimes it just they just needed that extra level of encouragement from a trusted person to say, you have what it takes. So yeah. they do have what it takes, but they just needed to hear that. Um, and that was a really important aspect of being able to then, like you said, figure it out. Yeah, yeah. I totally love that because it doesn't leave you out. I, many years ago, it was my very first job ever. I had worked on a computer. In fact, we had computer class in school, but I didn't have the experience they were asking for for a computer that, in this particular job. So what I did, I, I just asked for the computer manual, went home, memorized it. I said, yeah, yeah, I have experience. When I came back, I became the go-to person for their software. Oh, um, wow. So, you know, it goes to show that it doesn't matter what experience you have. If you know you can do it, just say yes and make it happen. Absolutely. Just like that gal you talked about. Well, this yeah. has been awesome. I want everyone to go get a copy, whether you're a business owner or not. For people who feel like they can't just change things in life and make it better. The people that you illustrate in your book and show them that they can do that. They can think outside the box, create an awesome life. Where can they get a copy of business doing good? Anywhere books are sold. So Amazon, Barnes and Noble, anywhere books are sold uh, online. You can find a copy of business doing good, engaging women and elevating communities. Awesome. And I see you have a website, business, uh, business doing good.org. We do. And you can find out about training opportunities, consulting. We partner with companies to help them actually implement the principles. So um, all of that is on our website. Awesome. Cheryl and 
Um, Shannon, I just have to thank you again for this wonderful conversation and for really going out there and make opportunities for people that might feel that they're out, but they don't have to be out. This is just the beginning. Thank you so much, guys. I really appreciate you. you coming to Forbidden Speech, The Raw Truth, Savvy's new series. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Like, subscribe, and share this episode. To listen to more savvy episodes and savvy biz tips, go to www.lifeunscriptedradio.com. To find out about our paid sponsorship opportunities or how to become a guest, email Christina at lifeunscriptedradio.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.